Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making Tomorrow Matter and together we are building Australia. Right now, though, it's time for our feature interview. We've got one lap remaining at the sharp end of the field and there's nothing between LeBron, Heimgartner, Reynolds and Hazelwood. It's the next chapter. Whistle the heads Now he's having a lunch down the inside. Now what's this do for Hazelwood? Because remember, this is his favourite spot and Dave knows it. Roll up the crowds and it's certainly was a cracking finish at Sydney Motorsport Park, Volume 2. And you've got to say, guys, look, Todd Hazelwood has had one of those. Uh, you want to talk about a baptism by fire. His first couple of seasons in the main game uh, were, well, incredibly baptism-y and fiery, weren't they? Well, yeah, I think when you... The char- let's call it character building. Character That's building. probably what it is. And I think when you were the team of guys at MSR, at Matt Stone Racing, you know, they're not front runners right now. They're still building. They're still learning, that kind of stuff. And when you're in that mid-pack to the backpack, it's playing for sheep stations and every corner counts and all of that kind of stuff. So it's a pretty hectic place to be. But Todd Hazelwood, I think this year, seems to be just one step ahead now with BJR. He's just gone up one level. Um, we know he had that highlight of, of P3 at SMP. Um Still got some struggles, but on continually on the improve, I reckon, anyway. Yeah, he's uh, been one of our favourites here on the driver's seat, and he joins us once again, I think for the first time, too, in season 2020. So please welcome back to the driver's seat, Todd Hazelwood. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me back. It's been too long since we last had a chat, so thanks for having me back on again. <gasps> That's all right, mate. I mean, it's it's it, as I said there, it's been an interesting year for you. It's been an interesting year for all of us, let's be honest. But at the end of the day, you've made, I think, a step forward with the BJR car. Uh, big step, I, I, big step, I, I, big forward, step I forward, and I think BJR have made a big step forward too. Would that would that be how at this point of the season you'd summarise where you're at at the moment? Do you reckon? Yeah, 100. percent I think you hit the nail on the head. I've uh, really come to grips with the car um, at Brad Jones Racing since the start of the year. I think quite well. You know, it's, it's certainly a very different car to drive, very different style, and the way you engineer and set up the car is totally different philosophy philosophy to what I've ever been used to. Um, so, been a new challenge and. You know, for me personally, I'm happy with the way everything's going and obviously the success that BJR are, take, uh, are tasting at the moment with Nick getting a couple of race wins, myself getting a podium. Um, last year, they only achieved one single podium. So for us this year, we're on a roll and we want to keep building and keep working together. And I think the combination that we've got from all from the drivers, the engineers, and the, and the personnel that we've got at BGR. It's a fantastic mix, and I'm really just loving my time being part of the crew there. Todd, is it, is it a, uh, uh, I guess, is, is it down to you turning up there? Well, I mean, you, let us know. Is it a coincidence that all of a sudden BGR's level is lifted, that the, <laughs> the wise young fella in Todd Hazelwood's rolled up there with all his knowledge? Oh, 
Oh, 100%. You know, it's, uh, you know, since I've rolled in, it's the only thing they changed over the off-season, and look at it, it's been amazing. Um, but no, seriously. Um, no, I think it's just a combination of things. Yeah, they, they, those guys worked tremendously hard last year trying to unlock something and trying to understand how they try and go from being that sort of consistent mid-pack field runner and and then use that race pace that they've always shown incredibly well to then put that into qualifying and then, you know, set themselves up for an even better weekend. And I think that's just simply been the biggest thing from last year to this year is, you know, qualifying pace, having that confidence and braking and a few other little things, a few different ideas from, you know, whether it be myself or a different engineering group. And, um, yeah, we've been able to come up with a combination that's really starting to gel and, and work for... Uh, particularly for Nick and I. And that, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, you've come from MSR, which was a one-car outfit. Now you're in BJR, and it's a four-car outfit. You've got three other drivers to bounce uh, ideas off, uh, I guess, overlay data with. You've got different data engineers. I mean, give us a bit of an insight to that difference between where you were with regard to really no data to look at over the weekend to now where you're at and how much better that is for you? To be honest, it was uh, a bit of a culture shock for me when I first rolled up in the workshop um, literally a week after the last round of the year in, in Newcastle and just seeing how quickly everything evolves overnight with such a big team. You know, there's over 50, well, at, at the point when I first moved to the team, there was over 50 people working within the workshop. As you mentioned, all the engineers, there's actually a whole floor of engineers. And when I was at Matt Stone Racing, I, I was, you know, my right-hand man was Wesmo, who was, you know, essentially the, the main engineer and team manager and all the other roles that he was playing. Um, we probably had a, a workshop floor of about 15 to 18 people a full-time role, but also spread over other categories. So it was, yeah, very different sort of atmosphere to get my head around. And then the fact that I've got so much information coming at me that, like you said, I just simply wasn't used to and didn't didn't have you know, the ability to look at all this sort of stuff. So now it's actually been really exciting to try and pinpoint the areas that I need to work on and, and keep building myself as a driver and also understanding you know, how, how this, these BJR cars work. And, yeah, so far it's been awesome. And, and it's funny, actually, the stats don't lie because you are in your third season full-time. Um, you know, in 2018, your best result was P13 in Newcastle. Your 2019 best result was a fifth. But you did have three top ten finishes, which was good. Uh, and you had that five that Adelaide 500 shootout. But, you know, P5 was your top. You're already up at P3 now, uh, rocketing up the championship. What are your goals for the rest of this season and how much of a confidence build will this be do you reckon heading into whatever the 2021 season looks like yeah for me you know i come into this year with open eyes you know we didn't really know what to expect in some ways coming to the team at bj i knew it was going to be a step forward as far as capability and for me to improve and, and keep building my, as myself as a driver and as a person within the championship um didn't really know what i was going to achieve as far as results but as soon as i started to get a, a taste of what the car was capable of and obviously when COVID hit, it essentially like, felt like I hit the, the reset button and started the year all over again, you know, learning all the names in the workshop, well, sort of did um, the learning the button. car again. So, um, yeah, there's been a few been a few challenges. So for me, when I've come out of Sydney and, and you know, went, obviously everyone been sitting on the sidelines for 14 and a half weeks and then to come back and instantly, you know, we were fighting for a race win essentially that first weekend back. So for me, it was a big shot in the arm to... I suppose prove to myself that, you know, we can do this as a combination, as a team, you know, what we've got here, we're capable of doing some great things and then to bounce back and then, you know, we had a bit of redemption, come back with a podium the following weekend, you know, that really cemented to me, hey, if we can put this whole thing together, we could, you know, we could have a really solid year here and 
you know, we'll, we walked away. You know, we we're currently 13th in the points at the end of Adelaide. Um, we're then, then 11th after Sydney. And then, you know, really, we had a bit of a disastrous time up in Northern Territory, unfortunately, which pushed us right back out of the points, which is frustrating because, you know, we, we kind of evaluated our, I suppose, our expectations going into the rest of the year and what we thought we were capable of as a group. And we collectively said, you know, hey, let's try and get inside that top 12 of the championship. I think that would be a good win considering it's my first year in the team and still learning and building with, the, you know, this whole new relationship. So, you know, hopefully we can get... You know, back on track from this weekend onwards and get back towards that goal. So let's look forward to the the big one in October, the great race, the Bathurst 1000. Announced during the week that your co-driver will be Jordan Boyce. Um, between you, me and the gatepost, Stevie J and a couple of our listeners, uh, how do you feel about having a super rookie join you for the race rather than someone who's perhaps got a little bit more ex- uh, experience? I mean, Jordan has got pace. He showed some pace in Super 2 at the end of the last year. Um, would you have preferred someone a little more experienced or do you reckon Jordan will do the job? Look, it's always a, a tough tough place to be. Um, you know, at, in this point of the time of, of the year when you're trying to look for who who you can have in your car and who do you think is going to be, do the best job. But even at the start of the year, I, I pinpointed Jordan Boys as a candidate and said, you know, if anyone can do the job as a rookie, it's got to be this guy. You know, I've seen him since go-karts. I always rated his race craft, his ability to, to be smart and, and understand the game. And I always thought he was, he's probably better than what he's probably achieved in Super 2, if, if that helps paint a picture of how I see Jordan as a driver. Um, so I rate him really highly. Um, I've got full confidence that he's going to do a fantastic job to the team at BJR. He's actually driven the car a lot um, over the years um, at different periods, whether it be evaluation days or rookie days and things like that. So um, he has got a good, good idea of how the car works and the simple things, how the dash layout is and the anti-roll bar adjusters and all that sort of stuff that you know comes comes into fruition when you when you throw someone in the car for the biggest race of the year. Um, there was potentially a couple other candidates that may have had a bit more of experience, but I think for someone that can do the job, he's done a, done a bit of racing this year in Super 2, obviously not as much as we would, we would all like, but I think from my point of view, I, I've got full faith that Jordan will do a great job and can't wait to have uh, two young guys going out at the biggest race of the year and, and seeing what we can do. And I guess for you, importantly too, uh, he's been to Bathurst. He's, he's raced at Bathurst. He's been quick at Bathurst last year. I think, by memory, he was P2 or 3. Um, I can't... From from yeah. watching the yeah. race, I know obviously Bryce won it and then got that penalty, but I think Jordan was second or third. So He's going to be pretty handy around there, isn't he? And, and obviously just something for you to be able to coach him into, you know, what he needs to do um, over those, you know, relatively long stints that he's going to need to do at the 1,000. Yeah, look, it's going to be a huge strain on all the drivers that are signing up. You know, obviously the fact that most of the drivers that are co-drivers this year have done, you know, no racing or any racing, you know, especially leading into the biggest race of the year. And a lot of the main drivers as well haven't done any big long stints. So it's going to be a huge strain on team you know first time doing pit stops since Adelaide at the start of the season doing fuel strategy we haven't been able to do that over and refining our fuel numbers and things like that over the last few rounds and then throwing in co-drivers so if I think to me and the team we've made a pretty smart decision getting someone out of Super 2 that's done some laps as you said he's fast he's done laps at Bathurst he fits well within the team he knows a lot of people there pretty well we're both very similar height um, and for me of been a rookie in 2017 and then the last two seasons I've actually had rookies driving with me so I've gone through that process myself in the last couple of years of how to help get these guys through on on the biggest day of their life which you know to me I feel like that was certainly the case you know it's 
it can be a bit stargazing, you know, lining up and a bit doing a whole Bathurst 1000 event for the first time. But, you know, hopefully I can uh, you know, get him through best way possible. And when the helmet's down or the helmet's on and the visor's down, it's 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 race day and we can get on with the job and I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine. So let's talk Townsville 2.0. Um, Townsville 1, you qualified 12th, 17th and 5th, finished 23, 13th and 5th. Uh, what are we looking at for, for Townsville 2? Where's What's a goal? What does a good weekend look like? Something a lot better than last weekend, put it that way. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think for us, now we've got a car that's certainly capable of speed and, and we showed that early on on Saturday. You know, we had a car that was comfortably in the top 10 in the shoot, like going part one qualifying, we were strong. Qualifying two, we were comfortably inside the top 10 and then on the second run, when the track got a little bit better, we went out and we had an engine misfire and we just missed the top 10 shootout by less than half a tenth. So that was pretty frustrating. And then we had the engine issue in race one, but ultimately we got cleaned up in the, the incident at turn one anyway. So that was certainly not ideal. And then uh, we just were a bit on the back foot of understanding where the track was at Sunday morning in qualifying one, where we saw us further back than where we thought we should be. But we made a quick little tune-up for, for Q3 and we were back to P5 where I thought the, you know, the true potential of the car was around that sort of area. So I think going into this weekend, no doubt we can use that knowledge, use that shot in the arm from the result that we got on the Sunday of two cars inside the top five that we can keep building on that and you know, hopefully have a, a much more consistent weekend, grab some points and hey, who knows, you know, Townsville is one of those places that can throw up a challenge and, and throw up a mixed result and hopefully we can capitalise and potentially grab another trophy, which would be really nice for the whole team at BJR. Just before we let you go, mate, uh, what sponsor have we got on the car this week? Is it the Black Duck Seat Covers Commodore again? Yeah, that's it. We've uh, fed the ducks some bread this week and we're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> so we've got Black Duck Seat Covers uh, on board once again and, you know, really appreciate their support. They've come on during this COVID period. They're an Australian business, Australian brand, Australian made and owned um, and fantastic product. And, yeah, super thankful to having those guys on board again once again, and it's been a great, great partnership so far. I'm just wondering, Nimsy and Matty, how, how, if it does rain, because we've seen some pretty big rain up there. Yeah. If it does rain, how fast is Todd going to be in the wet with his black, <laughs> black with duck. his with his duck feet? He's going to be on fire. Well, that's Gee, probably not a good it thing. It was to raining say. today here at Townsville, so <laughs> it could happen. And maybe saying Todd is going to be on fire is probably not good to say now that he's driving a BJR car from last year. So uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll we'll pass on that and hope, let's. Hope that those duck feet come out under some wet weather, mate, and you're, uh, you're right up there near the pointy end. Oh, thanks, guys. No, I really appreciate that. Looking forward to seeing what we can do. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91